VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the best of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it is a Tuesday. We are absolutely loaded live in Los Angeles. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, one hour from now. 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern. No idea what time it is in Utah. The herd hierarchy, top 10 teams in the National Football League. We got four or five really good teams in this league. Then it's drawing straws, flipping coins. J Mac is joining us. Nick Wright next hour. Um, time to rejoice. Nice win for Green Bay. Very nice. Aaron is back, baby. Are they back, really? <laughs> or are the Rams just a total dumpster fire? Mostly that. Yes. Let's start with that. Who do you beat? Miami Dolphins against non-playoff teams, five-game winning streak. Play playoff teams, three-game losing streak. And I bring up Miami because Green Bay just beat seven losses in a row, Chicago, and now the rebuilding Rams. Now they go to Miami. I think Miami's going to beat at home, extra rest. Remember, they played Saturday. Packers played Monday night. Smart offensive coach, lots of weapons. Everybody's bailing on the Dolphins. You guys are bums. I'm going to take Miami to end the playoff hopes and the season essentially for Green Bay on Christmas. Even if they win that game, it's Minnesota and Detroit at home. Those are good teams now. Those are playoff teams. Detroit feels like a playoff team. Green Bay season's over. Beating the Bears, beating the Rams doesn't mean squat. In this league, it's who do you beat. Cincinnati's beating real teams. Okay, that's why we think highly of Cincinnati. Kansas City, Buffalo, beating real teams. San Francisco. So two days extra prep. Miami's going to beat Green Bay. The question now is, let's look ahead for the Packers. Let's be grown-ups here. Take off the cheese hat for 15 minutes. What's next for the Packers? Here's the good news. Aaron Rodgers seemed totally engaged last night. Totally into it. 
They've got two ascending, promising young star receivers, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, like them both. The head coach is capable. I don't think he's elite, but he's capable. It's not a mess. And it's a stable organization. Now, I won't even call it bad news. Let's just talk truth. They're up against the cap. The defense will be the fourth most expensive in the league. Aaron Rodgers is super expensive. The defense is underachieving. Free agents don't choose Green Bay. So if they had space and they have very little, OBJ said no thanks, chose L.A. over Green Bay despite Aaron Rodgers. J.J. Watt from Wisconsin admitted after choosing Arizona, lifestyle matters. Increasingly in big, flashy cities like Los Angeles are very attractive to great players. J.J. Watt admits this. Lifestyle as entertainment and sports converge, having no owner, being in small Green Bay is not an asset. It is a liability going forward. Aaron, by the way, more reality. This is not bad news. It's reality. Aaron is no longer the most talented quarterback in the league, which he was for about eight to ten years. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert, athletically just better. Burrow is just better. Uh, The division is much tougher. Again, the defense is incredibly average and wildly expensive. So what does Green Bay do? My solution is one that's going to make Green Bay very uncomfortable. I know Aaron keeps talking about retirement, but he looks engaged to me. And with two ascending stars at wide receiver, the Packers need to go 100% all in on Aaron. First pick, 15th, 16th, 17th in the first round, go get a wide receiver, Jordan Addison, USC, to go along with Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Second pick, go get a tight end. There's about four great ones in college. Utah's got one. Kincaid, go get him. Third pick, more offensive line or another receiver. Trade some of the defensive parts. Go more into offense. I'm not sure how easy it would be to trade Jair Alexander. You gave him an extension. He could be a difficult guy, dead cap money, blah, blah, blah. You got to go all in. The league is pivoted. Aaron appears to be engaged. He's going to talk about retirement. But the Packers have tried so hard, have been exhaustingly focused on stability and the future. They're now trapped in the present. You can't fire Matt LaFleur, and he's not elite. You're trapped with him. Aaron's contract feels like you're kind of trapped with him. Jair Alexander, your best defensive player, very expensive, kind of trapped with him, not having a great year, still a very good player. A lot of trapped. Your defense, you have no cap space. You're kind of trapped. (laughs) You know, so all of a sudden you start looking. Your whole thing was, we don't want to be loose. We want to be solid. We want to have stability. But you're kind of trapped with a lot of stuff. So the solution is get uncomfortable. Give Aaron what he wants for the next two years. Because I got news for you. You're not going Favre to Aaron Rodgers to a Trevor Lawrence. Go ask the Bears. Go ask Denver. Go ask Miami. Doesn't work that way. Andrew Luck worked replacing Peyton Manning for a few years. But because they put nothing around him, he got knocked out of the league. It's going to be a dark winter. You're going to have 10 of them. So you got about two years left with Aaron Rodgers. You found him two ascending young, very, very promising wide receivers. Go get him two more. Go give up some defense. Get him more veteran receivers. 
Just be an offensive franchise. Stop worrying about stability and protecting the future. Screw the future. Win now. Now. The future doesn't look promising. You're not going to replace Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to find another Aaron. A junior college guy goes to Cal, falls in the first round, and for 10 years is the most talented guy in the league. It's not going to work that way. It's over. you got to go all in on Aaron Rodgers. They're still alive. I think they'll lose at Miami or Minnesota. Detroit beat them at home. But it's time to stop worrying about the future. Take the Dockers off. Buy some leather pants. Be a little risky. Be uncomfortable. Go to a nightclub. All in on Aaron because he's still really good. He's going to play for two more years, and he won't want to leave if you get him another Christian Watson. Those guys are good. They're fun. Offensive line's fine. Aaron Jones is good. Make Aaron happy. Here he is after. Uh, before the Bears week, we knew we had a bye afterwards, and, and those of us who sometimes peek ahead knew that we had to win five and then have a lot of things go our way. So we won two, and just about everything we've needed to happen has gone our way. Just about, right? So things are looking up. Bears-Rams, nonetheless, just just tilt the field now to make Aaron happy. I know. He may just retire on you. Either way, you're, you're in big trouble. If he retires now, he retires in two years. Because if Jordan Love could play, he'd be gone. He can't. At least he can't play to that level. All right, let me shift to this. Oh, boy, Jets talk. Some blame shifting going on in New York. Now, as you know, I had real reservations about hiring an unproven defensive coach and then giving him a quarterback, second pick, small, little cowboy in him I wasn't in love with. So far, I'm right on the quarterback. Could be wrong eventually, but right on the quarterback. Sala, I'm not sure, but but he's falling into this trap of shifting blame, being hyperbolic, pretending it didn't happen. So here is Sala now defending Zach Wilson. The frustrating thing is that, you know, the, this kid's going to be a good quarterback. Um, the, the NFL and this, this new instant coffee world that we're in just does not want to give people time. And, uh, and so we look at him and he is just nitpicked with it uh, and just with a fine tooth comb, everything that he does. Not really. He's completing 50% of his throws. That's not nitpicking. Coach, you benched him. Coach, his teammates wore shirts supporting his backup. Find me the comps in the NFL for awful the first two years and amazing in year three. And do not give me Josh Allen. Josh Allen in year two at 6'6", 250 was leaping over players and had six games of 100 passer rating or more. With a bad O-line. Bad O-line. And Stephon Diggs wasn't in town that first year. I don't think he was in town his second year. But you saw greatness. Zach Wilson's had one game passer rating over 100. Struggling to complete 52% of his throws. His teammates are wearing Mike White shirts, supporting Mike White. You benched him. This is called blame shifting. Um, here's the other thing. Thanksgiving year two, the world's changed. I hope defensive coaches get this. But there was a time 
And, 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 you know, have you ever gone back and watched like a 1950 or 60 show? It's really funny. I grew up with a show called Leave it to Beaver. And when you watch the show, all the parents do is complain about the children. <laughs> Kids always see the world differently than their parents do. Kids today are smarter than ever, kinder than ever, ascending faster than ever. Kids are fine. The media is fine. Somebody told you it was fake news. What's fake is pretending this isn't a mess and Zach Wilson isn't failing. Because we've all seen it now. These kids come into the pros and our standards should be harder. Because they have 10,000 snaps by the time they get to their sophomore year. It used to be you give a quarterback three full years. Now it's Thanksgiving year two. And that's the way it should be. Mahomes, we saw it instantly. Lamar, we saw it instantly. Herbert, we saw it first game. Josh Allen, middle year two. Not even middle year two, beginning of year two. Wow, he's jumping over, he's jumping over people. Kyler, third game. Cam Newton, I was never a fan of. First game, you saw, wow. We're past Thanksgiving year two. I see, uh, not wow. So this is a lot of blame shifting. The really smart coaches in this league. Jared Goff got to a Super Bowl. McVay moved off him. Garoppolo got to a Super Bowl. They drafted a quarterback. The smart offensive coaches are not sitting around waiting for three years for you to show us glimpses of excellence. I hope Zach Wilson makes it. Believe it or not, I'd love to be wrong. It's fun to have a New York team that's relevant. They never are for the last decade. I would love to see them relevant. And I never root against kids. He's got a good arm. A little bit too much Johnny Manziel cowboy for me, but got a good arm. But the idea that we are just an instant coffee society. No, we're not. The culture's changed. Quarterbacks are better sooner. Good God, Lamar's first year of starting, he won MVP. Mahomes, first year of starting. He's bringing home awards, Super Bowls. So that's, that's not an instant coffee society. That is how football has changed. I'm concerned that a defensive coach doesn't get it. Like, that's the new rule. Thanksgiving, year two. You got a 25, 20 starts in. You got to show me something. And so far, I see a guy that's highly dependent on the spectacular and can't hit layups. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is heard H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code heard H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-367. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder, by the way. One of my favorite bets of the weekend is Philadelphia with Gardner Minshew getting six points. It's now down to five and a half. Gardner Minshew has the same exact stats collegiately and professionally as Baker Mayfield. The difference is one did a lot of commercials. The other you don't know about played at Washington State. Gardner Minshew doesn't have the arm of Baker, but he's a better mover. Gardner Minshew's a very capable quarterback. He is absolutely, you put him and Baker on a field, it's look at their numbers, look at their coaching in college, look at who they've been surrounded by. Gardner's done more with less. Gardner absolutely, I think, can go beat Dak and beat the Cowboys, and that's not a knock on Dallas. It is a recommendation that watch the line play for Philadelphia over the course of three and a half hours. It is spectacular. So the Eagles are really built to go on the road with a capable backup and win this football game. I think Philadelphia still can. Not saying they will, but the point in Philadelphia is the play here. So the, the Jalen Hurts thing is disturbing. There were a lot of rumors. For the record, I'm never really a big guy into being first. I try not to be. I'm sure I've made this mistake more than once in my life. I want to get it right. So there's a lot of rumors about Jalen Hurts is out for the year. He's all this and that. Can we just wait and get the information? That's like big news, okay? He's an MVP candidate. Now, what I'm about to say could be a coincidence. It could be a coincidence. I doubt it is, but it could be. Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, and Lamar Jackson all hyper-mobile, are all hurt. Jalen Hurts, this weekend, three touchdowns. Running, none passing, hurt running. Marcus Mariota, very mobile, hurt. Russell Wilson decided, I want to run now, got hurt. Now, Matt Stafford's also hurt, but that is age and elbow. Josh Allen is very mobile, way too much and he is not being protected by his defensive head coach or his O-line. I have said numerous times, I think Josh Allen runs into trouble way too much. But because he's 6'6", like Cam Newton or Ben, he's going to get away with it. But Cam aged overnight. Ben aged very quickly. Josh Allen's going to get to 32 and look 39. Josh Allen is unbelievable. But if he was four inches shorter and 28 pounds lighter, he'd probably be hurt too. He just got, like Ben, like Cam, the genetic gods granted him this unbelievable ability and size. I don't like how much Josh Allen runs. 
I think he's going to age very quickly. So it has been a concern of mine from day one. But is it a coincidence that hyper-athletic quarterbacks are all getting hurt? I don't know. It could be a coincidence. And I still would pay Lamar Jackson. Although I will be honest, the Kyler Murray contract this morning, between his attitude and the injuries, I'm not sure I would. Lamar, I would. I like his attitude, work ethic. He is dynamic. But we are getting to a point where I think it's a fair question to ask to a college quarterback prospect or a quarterback I may give an extension to. By the way, Zach Wilson, I said it out of college. He runs too much, too much cowboy, too much Manziel. Jason McIntyre would tell you he's been hurt. Justin Fields, really like him. He gets hurt a lot. Defensive players are getting bigger, faster, and stronger. And we're putting great athletes. I mean, Josh Allen could literally play defensive end or tight end, it looks like, in this league. I mean, so I'm, guys are getting more athletic. We're giving them the football. But it is the Jalen Hurts thing is concerning. Now, now again, he has gotten so good so quickly. If his contract was up today, I'd still pay him. But I do think it opens up a reasonable question. Is mobility a huge part of your success? This is why I keep banging on the bills. Could you finally build an offensive line four years in? Could you finally have a consistent run game? Bill's mafia is always upset with me because I love Josh and not the rest of it. Where are the trophies? Where are the AFC championships? Why don't you have them? Because your own line is shaky and you're absolutely, utterly reliant, reliant on Josh Allen. I'm telling you, man, it's going to age fast. I watch Big Ben fast. So, you know, it, it's... I just, I look around at Jalen Hurts and I'm like, man, there's there's guys getting... Got, the collisions are worse than they've ever been. You know, I remember... And, and, and you know how sometimes your memory, you think your childhood was tougher than it was or greater than it was. They do studies on that all the time. But I remember when guys used to collide all the time and get hit in the helmet and they just get up and go play. Like you see these bang, bang connections now, these bang, bang hits, even at the college level and guys get knocked out. Guys get hurt a lot. So I, I think the question is a viable one. Now, I think Baltimore wrestles with this a little bit with Lamar Jackson. Now, I would pay him because he wins too much. 75% winners. There's not many of those in the history of the league. I just pay it. But it, it is concerning going forward. Baker Mayfield, by the way. Thought he was a better athlete than he was. What happened to Baker Mayfield? Do you remember? He threw an interception, squared up a safety, ripped his shoulder. He's never been the same. Baker's never been the same. Is, you know, Zach Wilson, my big concern is he thinks he's a great athlete. I remember Johnny Manziel came in this league, and Johnny Manziel, uh, very early in his career, and I was never a fan of Manziel, he, he started rolling left. I think it was against, like, Washington. It was a preseason game. And the defensive end chased him down. It's like, bro, this ain't the Big 12. Johnny, it's not the Big 12. That defensive end is faster than you. And Johnny Manziel just could never reconcile that. In his mind, high school and college, he could just run away from guys. Defensive ends are faster than Baker and Johnny Manziel. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Third hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top 10 NFL teams according to college. Number 10. Well, they've won 11 games, and they're 10-0 in games decided by a score. The Vikings. Their defense stinks. 
But Kirk Cousins leads the NFL with seven fourth-quarter comebacks. There is value in playing well late. There is value in coming from behind and value in winning close games. 11-3 in the National Football League, you are a good football team. They do not have the defensive ability to blow people out. they got to win shootouts. But the Vikings are at 10. Number 9. I think the Lions are a real deal here. Three-game winning streak. And what I'm really noticing, Jared Goff, six straight games without a pick. Nobody's getting to him. When Jared Goff is comfortable, he's a top 10, 12 quarterback in this league. Goff has not taken a sack in back-to-back games. Okay, the Jets couldn't get to him. This offensive line and these weapons are the real deal. They can win low scoring. They can win a shootout. I would take them today against the Vikings if they met again. Detroit at nine. Number eight. I love the Jaguars. I don't think Dallas played poorly. This is a real team. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in the league since week nine. Now, they lost Cam Robinson, the left tackle, or I'd probably have them a spot higher. That's a big deal. His backside now, they didn't have a great offense to begin with. They can't lose their best offensive lineman. But this kid's the real deal since week nine. 70% completion percentage. Not always, by the way, with great protection. Jags at eight. Number seven. Dallas would beat him if they played again. Neutral field, in my opinion. Um, Three of the four losses by the Cowboys have come on the road this year. The Green Bay one's close. This is close. Ten straight games rushing for over 125 yards. I think that's the story. I think they found their run game. Boy, could Buffalo use this run game. Now, Dak is throwing more interceptions. Well, some would argue this offensive line's a work in progress. And after C.D. Lamb, who's a very good receiver, a clear number one, they, they don't have a ton on the perimeter. But I think Dallas is just outside of the Super Bowl bubble. I have them at seven. Number six. Buy Miami Dolphins stock. They outplayed Buffalo in lousy weather. This is a good team. They're not a Super Bowl winning team. But like Dallas, they can beat anybody, especially at home. Their defense isn't great, but it's been banged up for a good chunk of the year. Tua's got his limitations. Okay, against good defenses, he completes under 60% of his throws. That's why I compared him to Tebow. He is great with a defense in a run game. But at home this weekend against the Packers, so-so defense, he'll light it up. Miami, do not sell your stock. They're going to make the playoffs. I have them at six. Number five. The Bills. Now, the Bills are better, but they were out-schemed and, a, and for a big chunks of that game, outplayed at home in bad weather. That should have... Come on. Miami going up in a blizzard? That thing should be over at half. Three losses have come by a combined eight points. What concerns me is they're not always good situationally, and they're highly dependent on Josh Allen to save the day. It's got a Chargers feel to it. Um, Allen's the second quarterback in league history with 50-plus wins and 130 touchdown passes over his first five seasons. That's the good news. The bad news is the other guy's Patrick Mahomes, who was ahead of him. Number four. The Niners. I mean, does it even matter who plays quarterback? They have eight wins by over 10 points, most in the NFL. Number one scoring defense. And by the way, since they lost to the Chiefs, they're 7-0. Doesn't matter who plays quarterback. They are the most talented team in the league. They have pro bowlers in every single unit. D-line, O-line, running back with McCaffrey, receiver, tight end, safety, linebacker. They may have two and and corner. Uh, They're just really good. Uh, You don't have to love them at quarterback. 
this anybody notice the record of teams the week after they play San Francisco? They, watch how beat up they are. They literally beat you up physically, and teams the following week struggle to cover and win. Number three. The Chiefs. Here's what worries me. Opposing quarterbacks this year, and there's been a lot of dogs, have a passer rating over 99 against the Chiefs. Why does that worry me? Because they may face Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Or in the first round, who knows, they could face the Chargers and Justin Herbert. We know Mahomes is unbelievable. There's an argument to be made. He's underrated. I mean, what did he complete? 19, 20 straight throws against an NFL team Sunday? It's insane how good he is. He is separated from the world. Only Burrow's situational greatness is in his class. Number two. Uh, The Eagles O-line, D-line, it's amazing. Now, Jalen Hurts is out. That's why I take him out of the number one spot. And I do think sometimes they're reliant on Jalen Hurts' feet more than his arm. That concerns me. Their defense, though, the NFL best pass defense, best yards per play defense. They're a handful, man. It's just hard to move the ball. It was shocking for many that Chicago even stayed close with extra prep and a good coaching staff, Philly at two. Number one. I think Cincinnati's the best team in the league. I've been on this for seven weeks. Situationally, best team in football. Six-game winning streak. Burrow now has time to throw. He's completing 70% of his throws. Um, I don't see a lot of weaknesses here. They were totally flat against Tampa on the road. A decent team and came roaring back. They have two running backs, three receivers, tight end, Now Burrow's getting protection. Defense doesn't have stars, but usually schemes brilliantly at half and shuts you down. Cincinnati, by a nose, best team in the league. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's the Hurt. 
The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HERD, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Nick Wright joining us live, host First Things First. Wow. I, I bet you're not... Total drive-by on Matt Ryan there. I mean, Matt <laughs> Ryan, I mean, t- took the Falcons to a Super Bowl somewhat recently, won a league MVP. I mean, I agree with J-Mac that the Chargers maybe should be on the graphic, but uh, the Matt Ryan erasure, he's still playing, guys. I know he's playing terribly, but we can't erase his entire NFL career. Hi, Colin. How are you? I'm good. For the record, I bet you are not. I bet you at least buy my Cincinnati argument. That Buffalo drives you crazy, but Cincinnati's a compelling one. Fair or not? Well, of course it's fair. That's why they've been up top Knicks committee's tiers for three weeks. I'm glad you're catching up, Colin. You usually don't this blatantly crib my work, my friend. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Cincinnati, ever since beating the Chiefs, they are exactly what the national media has pretended Buffalo is all year. They are the team that actually beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. They are the team that has the second-best quarterback in the league. They are the team that can look Kansas City in the eye in a postseason game and say, we're not scared. And they are the team with a super-duper star at wide receiver and the best overall receiving core in the league. So, yeah, I got no problem with that. I, I still, and maybe it's unfair, have some questions about their head coach, yeah. but now we're really parsing. And I do think the injury to Chidobe Ouzier, their star corner from a few weeks ago, could bite them at some point in the postseason. But we also, here's the other thing. I got to be honest with you, Colin. It's not only that I think the Bengals are excellent. I'm also, for the next few weeks, kind of a low-key Bengals fan because I do need a little help from Cincinnati because if they can beat the Buffalo Bills in 12 days, you know who skyrockets to the top of the AFC for the fifth straight Arrowhead Invitational, the Kansas City Chiefs (laughs) back to the one seed. If the Bengals can just give the Bills one more loss. I thought the Dolphins were going to do it. They fell apart, so now we need the Bengals to do it. Uh, For the record, I want to talk about that. I said I thought Miami's game plan was smarter. I thought they outplayed yep. them. Uh, two, yep. they got a kind of Miami got a little bit of a weather break. It wasn't bad. Everybody's selling their stock on Miami and Tua. And Jimmy Johnson said yesterday, "He's what you have. You do the best job with what you have." You've been critical of Tua. I have, but yeah. I thought he accounted for himself pretty well in that weather. Where are you today on Tua? Oh, I, 
I, well, uh, let me talk do- Dolphins then, too. I agree with almost everything you said about the game. I actually thought they could have run the ball more. I, I thought they were so effective running the football because Buffalo was so afraid of their team speed. They could have run the ball more. And football, you know, football's a funny game in this regard. The Dolphins are up five, and they get a strip sack on Josh Allen, yep. turn it into a field goal. Yep. Now they're up eight. The very next time Josh Allen touches the ball, he fumbles again inside his own 20, but his offensive lineman falls on it. If, if the Miami defense falls on it, we're talking about a totally different scenario. The Dolphins are going up two scores. They win that game, and in that scenario, they are a half game out of first in the AFC East because they would have swept Buffalo. Instead, of course, Buffalo is going to win the division, and Buffalo won the game, and credit to them for that. On Tua... Listen, I, I, I still don't buy that he is a great quarterback. I'm not even certain that I, in fact, I am certain that I don't buy that he is a top 10 quarterback. However, he is clearly better than I thought he was at the beginning of the year. He's clearly better than the Dolphins thought he was when they repeatedly tried to get rid of him. And I think he showed in that game that even as teams are adjusting, even in cold weather, even in a playoff atmosphere, he is a guy that could go win a playoff game. Yeah. Listen, I think the Chargers are going to be the five seed because I don't see another loss coming for them. And I think the Dolphins and the Ravens are going to be the two other wild card teams. I think those are three incredibly dangerous wild card teams if the teams are healthy for you know the the divisional champions that don't get the bye. Listen, um, it, this is almost a business question. I, I was talking to the staff today. I said, oh. when the Patriots go out and say Mac Jones can't throw a Hail Mary, what it's essentially saying to the free agent market, tight ends, receivers, is we don't believe in our quarterback. We just don't believe in him. Well, McVay, if there's a free agent out there, can say, I got Matt Stafford. I got, I got, I got, we're going to be back. I got L.A. Yep. New England's like, you'll have to take a pay cut. It's system over, system over star. Like, do you think this thing, I, I, said, I asked Peter King, he didn't buy it, that this Patriot way, it's unraveling really, really fast right now. Oh, I, I don't know why Peter wouldn't buy that. I think it's quite obvious. Listen, Bill Belichick can still obviously coach defense, and the defense is excellent. But I have, I have almost a different question for you, Colin, because, listen, uh, Mac Jones stinks. He's been bad ever since that win game in Buffalo where they only let him throw three passes. He's been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. This weekend, they almost won despite him. We then found out in a 30-second period that he has the weakest arm of any starting quarterback and the worst tackling form of any starting quarterback. <laughs> Not a great 90 seconds for Mac Jones. But on the... Let's go to the other coast, Colin, and look what Kyle Shanahan is doing with Brock Purdy. And the question I would ask is, why can't the Patriots and Bill Belichick do what Kyle Shanahan has done, which is, or Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, which is pick the players that lead to having a dominant defense year after year after year. The Patriots have a good defense, 
but they certainly don't have uh, the defense the San Francisco 49ers have. Right. And on offense, why can't you scheme it up the way Kyle Shanahan can to where your team is quarterback independent rather than quarterback dependent when you are the smartest football mind allegedly ever? Like, I, I think when you see – you can't say, well, the Patriots' problem – is Tom Brady left when you see that on the West Coast, the Niners haven't had a solid quarterback the entirety of the time Shanahan and Lynch have been together, and yet they've been to a Super Bowl, been to an NFC Championship game, and this year, to me, are the NFC favorites. Like, I do think there is quite a bit of luster wearing off with Belichick, and that's before you even get to the asinine coaching staff decisions he's made. Yeah. Hey, I want to... um... We talk about this because J-Mac loves Zach Wilson, and you know I'm into quarterbacks. And I believe it used to be three years, and now I think it's Thanksgiving second year, is that these kids come into the sport. College football, they didn't even throw the ball that much 25 years ago. Everybody's spreading it around. Quarterback camps. By the time a guy goes into the NFL, you know, they can sit and watch. I mean, Lamar second year, Herbert first start, Kyler Murray early. You can even Jalen Hurts, a second rounder, by a second year, you're like, oh, all right. What would you do with Zach Wilson? What would you do at the end of the season? Done with him. I'm done with him. I mean, he can be on the roster because he's so cheap. But here's the miss, Colin. I'm going to correct the record here on something I think NFL media and therefore then NFL fans get wrong all the time. People believe that missing on a top five quarterback, missing on a top five pick, sets your franchise back years and years and years. No, it does not. Missing on a top five quarterback and not admitting you missed is what sets your franchise back. Top five picks miss all the time. Yeah. In fact, the, the, the Mitch Trubisky's draft, the pick after him, Solomon Thomas, D-tackle for the Niners. Didn't work out. Didn't hurt them at all. Josh Rosen was taken number in the top 10 or 11. They moved on from him immediately. What kills you is when you draft Mitch Trubisky, when you draft Blake Bortles, when you draft a guy, Sam Darnold, that you know 18 starts in. He's cooked. He's not the guy, and you deny it, and you won't admit it. The Jets are fine as long as they admit the mistake. Now, I understand some people might say, well, if you do that, who are you giving up on too early? Who are these quarterbacks that in year four all of a sudden blossomed? I guess the answer is Ryan Tannehill, but even (laughs) Tannehill, it was, I mean, if that's the ceiling, like there, it it doesn't exist. And so I, I think the problem NFL teams have with drafted quarterbacks is not too quick of a trigger. It's too long of a leash. Yeah. And to me, Zach Wilson is drawing dead, at least with the Jets, to be a successful quarterback. And them acknowledging that is a step in the right direction. Yeah, it's a great point. Give me all the examples of guy who popped in year four that everybody gave up on. It's a great point. Finally, uh, listen, I never root for people to get hurt. It stinks. But I kept saying, move Anthony Davis. Move him. Move him now. Because now he's hurt again, which lowers his trade value. I, I said yesterday, Anthony Davis fans are crypto bros. You can burn them a million times. They'll buy more stock. It's like, it, it, what do you do with the Lakers and LeBron now? LeBron's still playing at an amazing level. What do you do with Anthony Davis? What do you do here? 
Well, you do this. You cross your fingers, <laughs> and you say, "We hope, we hope that he's that the you know the sixty percent of the time that he's healthy coincides with the postseason." That's all you can do. Now, as far as what you do with the Lakers, to me, you have an obligation to improve the roster via trade. The idea that you would sign a soon-to-be 38-year-old LeBron James in year 20 to a contract extension and then, and then see him play the best anyone has ever played in year 18 or 19 or 20, except for people named LeBron James. He's, he's 27, 9, and 7. They've, they've won 11 of their last 6, 17 games, including last night when everybody sat. And then be like, well... We don't want to trade that 2029 pick because we have to be concerned. No, you don't. You're not, you, don't, you don't sign someone that old who's still that good along with keeping Anthony Davis and then not put more chips in the middle of the table. They are currently giving Patrick Beverly, who is the single worst offensive player in basketball, significant minutes. You could trade Beverly and none plus one of those picks and get a real return like Boyan Bogdanovich, or you could trade both of those picks and Russ and potentially get DeMar DeRozan from the Bulls who are falling apart or trade uh, two of those picks plus Beverly and none for Fred Van Vliet. There are things you could do. And the Lakers, to me, owe it to their fans, owe it to LeBron, and owe it to the hope that when Anthony, when the playoffs start, Anthony Davis is healthy because he was playing at such a high level to do that, to give this team a chance in a very wide-open Western Conference. Nick Wright, first things first. It's crushing, great momentum, wonderful show. Say hi to Kevin and Chris Broussard, buddy. Nice seeing you. I will. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Love you, Colin. See you soon. All right. Nick Wright. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. So I saw where Miami, Tua has more Pro Bowl votes than any other player, including Mahomes, Stephon Diggs, behind the top vote getters. Now, obviously, it's a popularity contest. Kobe Bryant was once second in the All-Star voting years ago, and he did, he played six games in the first half of, of the late Kobe Bryant in a, in a regular season, and he was like second to Steph Curry in All-Star votes. Like, we understand. Tim Tebow went to the Jags, led the NFL in jersey sales, and that's when we knew he couldn't play. So, you know, fans are what they are. But I've always said, who cares about the critics? Who cares about the media? If you are on the open market, you're available to the market, who wants you? That's all that matters. Open market. How many people want Derek Carr? About eight teams. So this morning, right now, everything counts. Your salary, your age, your injury history, your size, your production, all things on the table. Everything matters. Let's go in order of the quarterbacks I would take. Everything counts. Age, injuries, talent, production, salary. Number one would be Patrick Mahomes. That's an easy one. That's the easiest one will decide Patrick Mahomes. Everything you get. He even reworks his contract. Yes, he's expensive. So is a Mercedes-Benz. It's worth it. He's great. He can do it all. Play from behind better than any quarterback in league history. Number two would be Josh Allen. Throws a few more picks, but Josh is an all-world unique talent that can literally carry a bad offensive line and no run game to conference championships. I would say Herbert three in terms of size, 
arm, 4-2 college major. Now, you say, what about Burrow? I'd put Burrow 4 because of the injury history. If he has one more serious injury, we may think differently of Joe Burrow. Herbert is a bigger, stronger quarterback. All things considered, Burrow at 4. I would put Trevor Lawrence at 5. He's not getting paid. He's an all-time talent. Thanksgiving of his second year, he's been the best quarterback in the league. He's coachable, big, nice arm, can move, and now he's carrying a moribund franchise for 10 years. Number six, I'd say Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he's expensive, but he still throws the ball as effortlessly as anybody in this league. Yes, he's expensive. That's why he's not in my top four or five, Aaron at six. Say what you want about Matt Stafford. Big arm, won a Super Bowl, took a lot of hits in Detroit. That worries me. But like Aaron, when the ball comes out and he's got time to throw, dude is flat special outside the hash marks. I would put Stafford at seven. Then it gets interesting. Jalen Hurts is playing out of his mind. I've got to respect the elevation. Now he's got an injury, but he hasn't been injured much. He has just jumped, exploded, and this is his first injury. I'd put him at eight. I'd put Lamar at nine. Now, he's had a bad year and he's injured, and it's not the first time he's injured. That's why Jalen's ahead of him. I am I am concerned about a little bit about the injury. I would put Derek Carr at 10. Folks, he's cheap. He throws a good ball. He single-handedly carried this tire fire into the playoffs last year. Coachable, doesn't have a big arm, not super mobile. That's why he's not in my top nine. I would do Brady at 11. He's going to be 46. But the two-minute drill, late in games, he's unbelievable. You get no mobility. You don't get a super arm. He's old, and he needs help. But he is so good Last drive of a game, if you've got a a decent O-line and a good defense, he can win a lot of games. I would go Dak 12. Now you get into people that I consider B quarterbacks. Dak's expensive, but I get mobility. I get great intangibles, unbelievable leadership skills. This guy's an adult, a grown-up franchise that gets more press than anybody, never in trouble, always says the right things. He wins a lot of games. Doesn't beat great teams. That's why he's at 12. I'd put Kyler Murray at 13, although he's a top 10 talent. I'm really concerned about his size and his injuries and his attitude. I don't know if I'd re-sign him today on what I've seen in the last six weeks eight weeks but he is he throws the prettiest ball in the league he is absolutely sensationally talented number 14 i'm sorry go look at the numbers on jared goff dude can play you give him time to throw he hasn't had a turnover in six games he got to a super bowl dude is matt ryan with a better arm and a prettier deep ball i know you don't like him and he has to play in a clean pocket but this dude got to a super bowl i saw him out duel patrick mahomes on a monday night football game Give him time, throws a gorgeous football. Number 15, Kirk Cousins. Again, he doesn't throw the deep ball. He gets tight in big games. Goff tends to play better in big games. But Kirk is a pro. He leads the NFL in seven fourth-quarter comeback game-winning drives in the NFL. I'm not sure if they're come from behind. Seven game-winning drives in the fourth quarter. So he's not prime time, Kirk, but he's pretty good. That's my 15, and Tua leads in Pro Bowl voting. Wait, are you done? Is there, is there nobody else? I'm just going to 15. I'm oh, not doing okay. the lead. All right, okay. My, my point is, though, Tua leads in Pro Bowl voting. So yeah. 
fans and you know fake news fans spend all day ripping the media nobody in the media can i toss a couple more that i think you missed okay jimmy g uh too many injuries and can't throw outside the hash marks you would take two over jimmy g no no no, no, no. you you said i missed some yeah so you're saying he should be in the top 15 i should he would be 16 i have no art that's not done i got no okay. problem russell wilson i can't right now i don't know first of all his contract started, is it next year or the next year? Well, you said you, you put Kyler in there. But he's coming off a massive yeah. injury. He's not going to play for Okay, but Kyler's in his prime. Russell looks washed. And I'm a Russell fan. I, I, that, listen, ACL, Kyler, the, his running ability. Yeah, but Kyler's in his prime. Okay. It's possible I just missed this because I was so stunned about Russell. Wilson. Was Tom Brady in there? 11. Okay. Time out. You got to consider momentum. Russell's momentum's the worst in the league. His contract's going to be $55 million a year. I could easily say Nathaniel Hackett, uh, most, okay, uh, most salary on IR. Okay, let's do this. Skill next, position, guys. Yeah, next year he could be at seven. But, but right now, contract, hurt, my eyes, I know Hackett's a part of it. I would ne- I, I'm embarrassed I'm going to bring this guy up. Mac Jones. I would be embarrassed. Okay, just, just just confirming that. That, yeah. that is what, what happened. Listen, to last show? year you loved the guy. You loved Mac Jones last I year. I loved him. Now he's now he's paired with Matt Patricia, well, the rocket I mean, scientist. I just named these are the 15 best quarterbacks on the planet. Now, if I could count college guys, I'd have Caleb Williams at number two. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find yours in online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.